Hello, readers of Every Word, and welcome to Every Word 365. I'm your host, Christina Munoz Madsen, and today we are reading through Galatians. Galatians is a short book, but there are lots of good lessons in it, hence the long podcast. Consider yourself warned. Galatians 1.1 clearly identifies the Apostle Paul as the writer of the epistle to the Galatians. It is likely the first New Testament book to be written, composed sometime soon after A.D. 49. As for the purpose of writing, and this of course is from Got Questions, the churches in Galatia were comprised of both Jewish and Gentile converts. Paul's purpose in writing to these churches was to confirm them in the faith, especially concerning justification by faith alone, apart from the works of the Law of Moses. Galatians was written because the churches of that region were facing a theological crisis. The essential truth of justification by faith rather than by human works was being denied by the Judaizers, legalistic Jews who insisted that Christians must keep the Mosaic Law. In particular, the Judaizers insisted on circumcision as a requirement for the Gentiles who wished to be saved. In other words, convert to Judaism first, and then you are eligible to become a Christian. When Paul learned that this heresy was being taught to the Galatian churches, heresy rather, he composed an epistle to emphasize our liberty in Christ and to counter the perversion of the gospel that they were were promoting at the time. And here are some of the verses that jumped out to me. I always want to know what jumped out to you. Galatians 1.10, obviously I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servants. Because I'm a people pleaser, I love this. Such freedom, knowing that I am not on this earth to please others, which is truly impossible anyway, but to serve Christ. Can I get a few and an amen? Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. That makes it very clear and very blunt. That is Galatians 2.16. In Galatians 2.21, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless, for if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. Keep in mind that at the time, following the Old Testament law would have been the norm. So being told not to follow the law would have been seen as radical. That is why the recognition of Christ dying for us and coming back to life is so critical. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out, beware of destroying one another. That's Galatians 5, 13 through 15. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. 
So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Wow. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is Galatians 5, 16 through 21. A lot of good info in these examples of why we all mess up, why we all fall short of being that perfect person we try to be. We all have a constant fight within us because we were born with a sin nature. And the reason it's so hard to fight is because Satan knows our weaknesses better than we do. So what is tempting to one person is easy to say no to for someone else. But before we are quick to judge someone else for their sins, we should all be sure to look within and recognize our own. Galatians 5, 23, you may know it, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. I shared the NIV version here because it's another well-known one. Please note that the use of a singular noun and verb, fruit, not fruits, is, not are. Why is that important? Because I think it's easy to look at the list and congratulate ourselves for the ones we're good at. But unfortunately, we don't get to pick and choose the ones we want to do. If the Spirit is truly in us, then we will have and portray all nine elements of the fruit, singular, of the Spirit. So if you feel like you're falling short on any of them, get on your knees and pray for God to help you with them. If you do, I bet it will become a little bit easier to do. Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back into the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are not only fooling yourself, you are not that important. Galatians 6, 1 through 3. We all have people in our lives that need help, right? Well, here's how we should help them, gently and humbly. I know that's super hard to do in a practical manner, but we are told to do it this way. And once we do, we are to turn the rest over to God and pray He intervenes. Galatians 6, 4 through 5, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. We've talked a lot about how our jobs or responsibilities can distract us from God and keep us from having spiritual growth. But this makes it clear that work in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's okay to get satisfaction out of a job well done, as long as it doesn't become an idol, which is anything that keeps us from God. By the way, did you know that we'll all be working in heaven? More on that in Revelation. We won't think of it as many of us think of work here, something we have to do but instead something we get to do. Remember, Adam and Eve lived in a perfect world and they were working. And it was and will be to honor God. Practical application from Got Questions. One of the main themes of the book of Galatians is found in 3.11. The, righteousness shall the righteous shall live by faith. Not only are we saved by faith, but the life of the believer in Christ day by day, moment by moment, is lived by and through that faith. Not that faith is something we conjure up on our own. It is the gift of God, not of works, 
but it is our responsibility and joy to exhibit our faith so that others will see the work of Christ in us and increase our faith by the application of the spiritual disciplines like Bible study, prayer, obedience, which is what you're doing reading through the Bible. So, well done. Jesus said we would be known by the fruit of our lives, which gives evidence of the faith within us. All Christians should be diligent in striving to build upon the saving faith within us so that our lives will reflect Christ and others and will see him in us and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Again, that's from Got Questions, and I'm including more links to several things that are talked about in Galatians. We simply don't have time to get through all of it. You just read through all of it, so you know what I'm talking about, but I am including several links to more because if you want to know more, dig more, or if you had a question on something that came up, these links may answer those questions for you. I'm also including a link to the Bible Project Overview video. Again, I send those at the end of every book. Of course, we're reading a, a book a day right now. Uh, but you can read those before you read the book if you want a little help there as well. Tomorrow, we start and finish Ephesians. Happy reading! This podcast is brought to you by Travel with Friends. At Travel with Friends, we customize reliable and trustworthy religious tours, educational tours, vacation travel, and cruises to destinations all over the world. You can host a tour, you can join a tour that is already planned, and you can see examples of all of their destinations online by going to TravelWithFriends.com. And of course, we've included a link in the podcast description.